Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there once again and welcome to the WP Builds Podcast. This is episode number 245, entitled S is for SEO. It was published on Thursday the 2nd of September 2021. My name's Nathan Wrigley and as is so often the case, I'll be joined a little bit later by David Wormsley so that we can have our chat about SEO. It's a bit unusual this because normally we do an interview episode followed by a discussion with David, followed by an interview, followed by David and so it goes ad infinitum. But this week, bit of a change because we're having back-to-back discussions with David. I won't go into the boring details of why that is, but it's quite nice. Two in a row, so we get to go through the alphabet a little bit quicker. A few bits of housekeeping just before we begin. If you wouldn't mind going to wpbuilds.com, that's our website. Over there you can find every single thing that we do, and we do do quite a lot. We do the This Week in WordPress show every Monday, which goes out on a Tuesday. And we also have the podcast episode, which you're listening to now, which goes out every Thursday. If you want to keep up to date with what we do, head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe and you'll find all of the ways of doing that. Newsletter lists, Twitter accounts, YouTube and so on. Go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe and we will keep in touch with you as and when we create new content. Another page worth mentioning, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. It's like Black Friday, but every single day of the week, huge amounts off WordPress products and services, coupon codes galore, and they never seem to expire. So that's wpbuilds.com forward slash deals if you're in the market for something this week. Also, if you're in the market for getting your product or service out in front of a WordPress-specific audience, we can help you with that because we do advertising on the podcast. And the way that you can find that is wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. Fill out the form and you never know, we might be able to get your product or service in front, like I said, of a WordPress-specific audience. Another thing which I'm doing in the very near future is we're rerunning the Page Builder Summit. It's happening in October this year and we're on the lookout for sponsors over there. So if you have a Page Builder e-company, then we would be very interested in hearing from you and seeing if we can get you helping us put on the Page Builder Summit. The way to do that is to go to pagebuildersummit.com forward slash sponsors. One more time, pagebuildersummit.com forward slash sponsors, or just reach out to me on the contact form on the WP Builds website. We really want this event to be as good as the other ones were, and the help of sponsors really does help with that. Okay, speaking of advertising, the WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Test in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress, it'll have you up and running in a couple of minutes. You can use your existing pages and test anything with anything else. That could be buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress block editor. So why not check it out and get a free demo? Go to absplittest.com. 
All right. We're talking today about SEO. This is a subject which is very much on everybody's minds. If you build WordPress websites, you're sure to have come across this before. David and I claim no expertise in this area, as you will hear, but we talk about some of the tools that we've used in the past, some of the things which we think are important. No doubt there'll be some commentary from you guys, because there always is, because we probably got something wrong or we missed something out. And if you want to help us out, go to the website, leave a comment or leave something in the Facebook group. But here we go. Episode number 245, all about SEO. I hope that you enjoy it. Hello, it's another A to Z of WordPress, a series where we attempt to cover all the major aspects of building and maintaining sites with WordPress. Today is S for SEO, search engine optimization. So, again, another topic, Nathan, where we're complete experts in this. Oh, yeah. I'm fully about to school everybody in <laughs> SEO how to achieve number one in Google, Bing. In fact, any search engine of your choice, you're, you're going to learn how to do that in the next Absolutely. 45 minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is one. Actually, you you're more scared of this one than I am. For some reason, I, I, maybe it's my ignorance that's making me overconfident. But I, I really think when it comes to SEO, Google tell us what to do, and it's fairly simple stuff. Just mark up your pages with the keywords so we understand what you're doing. You know, understand your headers and stuff like that. On pages, all that we really do when it comes to WordPress. How difficult can it be? And we've got a, a little bit of metadata. Really, only the titles is the important stuff because. The rest of it has been abused. So how difficult can SEO be in WordPress, really? There we go. That was a lovely episode. Thanks for uh, joining us. We'll be <laughs> yeah. back next week. No, that, but that's it. That's that's as far as I want it to go. That is all I want to achieve. I want to be able to go into a post, write the post, obviously. With, in the back of my mind, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about SEO. You know, I want to put certain keywords yeah. in there and put them toward the top of the content, perhaps in a title and so on. And beyond that, I want to upload an image and maybe fiddle with the title, maybe fiddle with a little bit of metadata, and that's it. I want the, the job of SEO on each of my posts to take me, what, a, a minute at, at most, and I don't want to worry about all the other stuff. And so that's why it scares me, because we're about to embark upon talking some about something that I'm terrified of. Yeah, you know what? I was reading um, Justin Tadlock from um, WP Tavern as well, uh, talking about a particular plugin, and that was really pretty much what he was saying. He just wants he wants to get the content out there. That's probably the most significant thing, and he wants the least things to get in his way of doing that. So he was kind of fond of really slimmed down SEO plugins as a result of that. And I think I think the same way. I guess it depends on your strategy. If you've got a static site, which you can't update very often, probably every everything you can possibly do to help it is probably necessary. But if you're a content maker, probably you don't want to get too bogged down and just get the content out there, really. Yeah, and that's it. You just want it to be a simple job. And the problem that we've got is we've got these SEO plugins that seem to be in some sort of you know competition with each other and features and the number of tick boxes has been rising <laughs> exponentially over the last few years to the point where you and I, prior to hitting record, we had a quick flit around some <laughs> of the menus. And honestly, there are tick boxes that I have no idea what they mean. And okay, I could go out and I could do some research, but what would be the actual gain for me? Would it really make a difference? I don't know. Yeah, well, we we, we picked up. I picked up on Dublin Core, didn't I? Which I've looked up a few times because I just I see it, 
it's in some plugins. I don't understand what it is. You thought it sounded like a kind of Irish folk band. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and it turns out to be a very old uh, kind of schema, really, like schema.org, which is, you know, more preferable these days anyway, but it still is kind of honored by Google, but really it's not a ranking factor. So, you know, it's just kind of these little minutiae things where it might help you to have it, but probably not greatly, you know. Well, just to give some sort of context to this, we'll we'll talk about um, SEO plugins, I'm sure, as things go on. But I, I've got an SEO plugin on a site. I'm looking at it now. I have got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 sections to its menus. And that, that's just the headings. So I can click on those 13 sections. So there's titles and metadata, XML, social networks, analytics, advanced, tools, schemas, redirections, broken link... Uh, on we go. And each one of those has dozens and dozens of different options. So it's just all bewildering. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, we've moved into plugins straight away. We should have been talking about yeah. um, kind of SEO, what it is. But yeah, I mean, I'll go with this one because I think here's the problem now, because if you've got to compete and, you know, in WordPress, we've got so much competition, so much choice, then SEO plugins are going to need to add in more features to compete with each other. And then it means that they kind of move into areas where we might already have a plugin or our theme is taking care of it. So if our theme's taking care of a schema, do we want the schema that's been added to an SEO plugin? If we've got Google Analytics plugin, do we need the Google Analytics stuff that they're going to do for us? And, and, and you get this kind of crossover all the time, I think. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. You know, there's this overlapping architecture that we've got, yeah. and it's quite possible. And then, you know, there's some things that might even be in core, like we were talking about sitemaps before we hit record, mm -hmm. and whether or not that's now the, the domain of WordPress. And if it's the domain of WordPress, how do we actually go and configure the, the sitemap and switch things off that we don't want to be visible? And all of this is a bit of a miasma. Anyway, yeah, you're right, I've advanced. Let's talk about what we <laughs> think SEO is. Let's go back to that. Yeah, whether it's dead or alive or not, because I remember when I first came into just building sites, that was kind of the thing, SEO is dead, and then people say it'll never be dead. And I think probably it's true, but to some degrees, the SEO that I knew of the past was really centered around manipulating search engines that weren't that bright at the time. Um, you know, you, you could do uh, kind of a lot of not on page stuff, but uh, link networks and all that kind of stuff. And people had a job, didn't they, in kind of just doing that, building up authority through linking. Well, I think that I feel that's gone now. Yeah. Uh, the, the role of an SEO now seems very similar to my role as someone who builds websites. I, I see they're very similar. I see people who I quite like. I don't follow many people who do SEO, but I've seen quite a lot of Pete Everett's stuff. He does this SEO Hive stuff. But every time I've seen him do stuff, he sat, he makes sense to me. It's just the stuff that I think I should do. And watching his stuff reminds me of what I should do. Yep. And it sounds very similar to the advice I get from Google. So I don't know. Yeah. The, what do you think? Do, well, I, I, one of the questions which occurred to me is, I now see this in the same way that Pete Everett has made a made a business out of SEO. I, that's kind of my position on it all. Beyond the beyond the simple stuff of doing the titles and the descriptions, I feel mm. that that's an area that I don't really want to tread into. So I would I would rather somebody who knew what they were doing took that off yeah. me and dealt with it. 
than than I try to be a jack of all trades. So, uh, you know, a great example would be I can't use Photoshop. I'm a lousy designer. That's not that's yeah. not something I should in any way be involved in because I'm just pathetic at it and any site that had been designed by me would look dreadful. So off it goes to somebody who is significantly better than I am and will achieve something quicker and it will be better. I feel a bit the same about SEO. I feel that this is an area where I actually don't have an interest in researching all this stuff. So you just mentioned Dublin Core. I'm like you. I don't really know what it is. So I would have to go off and make make an effort to do that. And all, all the time that's robbing me of time of the things that I wish to do. So yeah. I'm a bit like that. But you you had a, an interesting point earlier in that you feel sometimes there's a you know, you, you you maybe give the work to an SEO person and they kind of try to unpick everything and you, you're coming at it from completely different points of view. Yeah, I think, you know, if, if a client wants to do some Google AdWord work, I think, yeah, go to somebody who does that because I really haven't got the patience or understand that well enough and they'll be up to date. So I, I have no problem handing that side of things over, although that's bitter me a little bit. But for the rest of it, I go, no SEO's, get off my land yeah yeah <laughs> um because because they i think many of them will be doing have an overlap of skills so my example to you earlier was what i fear happening as a lot of seos are interested in performance now because that's become a ranking factor and it's become an interest to me so i you know i'm trying to optimize sites i have this fear that some seo will come in and because that's part of their agenda now, performance, they will probably go in with the, oh, you're using this platform. You need to be on something else, really, because it's much more lightweight or whatever. Something I've figured out and might start undoing the work that I've done. That's my fear now with SEOs is that I feel they do similar things to me. And I, I think they might just tread on my toes. Is this, though, because you is it because you have had historically a bit of an interest in it and you've installed plugins and you've you've researched and you've dis, you've discovered what a lot of the things that you need to do are so you feel capable of doing it? Whereas for me, like I said, anything beyond the titles and the meta description and, you know, mm. maybe uploading a separate image for Goog, for Facebook or Twitter or whatever it might be, um, anything beyond that is, is something I don't really want to get interested in. So your your expertise overlaps so there's a there's a point of tension there yeah i well i mean i really don't have any skills there but i do enjoy it when a client lets me do some keyword research but at the beginning when they're telling me what they want to achieve and you just think oh, i'm not sure if you're going to get found for that you know the keywords you're going for are not what people are typing for or right. that you can't compete for and i do a bit of it it's very basic but it's really my strategy I come up with how they might want to deal and build their site and plan forward. And I feel if someone else comes in, they may unpick that planning um, with their own agenda. Sometimes, I mean, I've not had to deal with SEOs, but even even with a something which I am happy to hand over, say there's a site where I know they brought someone in who does their Google AdWords stuff for them. I've gone into the site and then I've realized I've got three plugins that have been installed to put some basic code into the head. <laughs> it's in the theme anyway, you know, <laughs> they didn't know WordPress enough. So they've installed and deactivated these plugins. And I just think, yeah, you know, I have to manage this site and they're installing these plugins. Oh, that's me, really, not yeah, needed. that's fascinating because obviously they're treading on your toes and I, yeah, just cu curious as to what we both think about this. If you were a client of yours, 
Would mm. SEO trump design? So what I'm saying uh-huh. is if, if, if you were in conflict with an SEO expert and the client yeah. had to listen to both of your arguments, I kind of feel like the SEO person gets the win most times. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And you'd that be told, just do what they say because I, I want it to rank in Google beyond anything else. Yeah, um, but you know, I mean, I'm not great with design and that's something I'm quite happy to hand over to someone else more than perhaps I would the SEO because I feel if anything I can help a client with is maybe just thinking about how they might strategically move forward with developing their online presence and that's part of building the site is part of that. So I feel it's that relationship I want to have with the client going forward and maybe my SEO skills aren't as great as somebody else out there. At least I've got a basic plan that I've got someone signed up to if someone turns their head with the idea, I can get you loads of traffic. I think a lot of, if I haven't done the job well with the client in the first place, I I haven't explained that, you know, you need two things, you know, it's not just about, really, it's not about just getting the traffic. It's now about converting. So you need the two to work together. You need the traffic. And when the traffic comes, you need to make sure that they do something. And that comes into the design. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I suppose it's fair to say that both you and I, we don't have a history of working with, you know, like massive yeah, multinational exactly. companies where having being third in the search rankings as opposed to fourth could be worth millions of dollars. Um, and yeah. so what we're doing is we're just doing the basics because that yeah. that is enough in most cases. You know, we're probably dealing with local firms who... You know, people are going to search for the the name of the location as well as the word plumber. So in my case, it might be, I don't know, North Yorkshire plumber or something. There's a good chance of ranking against those kind of things. Whereas if you're, I don't know, you've got a website where you're trying mm. to pit your, your products against Amazon or something like that, it might be really important to really get into the weeds of what these SEO plugins can do. And the complexity then is a bonus because if somebody knows yeah. what they're doing and can really tease out and make a tiny difference, which pushes you one place up, then it's been worth all the effort. But I'm just not that guy. Yeah. And, and yeah, it has to be set in context because I'm looking at it from someone who is dealing with relatively low budget clients. And, you know, SEO is one part of what they need to deal with in the overall scheme of things and in their budget. So if all of their budget went to some SEO, which is, you know, they're, the professionals and they're skilled in that. I, I would be a bit worried that they let go of other aspects of, you know, their strategy. I think that's where my fear is, and that's why I probably like to do it myself in most cases. But I think I'd be the first to hold my hands up if it was beyond what I know. Mm. You know, about kind of certainly building, really on-page stuff is all I can do. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same for me. I mean, like you said, keyword research. I used to spend silly amounts of money on keyword tools this is going back a decade or more you know i had all these online SaaS tools that would try to do all the keyword research for me and make that job and in the end i just i just got so tied up in it that it became it became an obstacle to me actually doing anything making a start and i think that's yeah. that could be potentially a problem you know just make a start do you ever work at the in tandem with an seo so you're doing stuff at the same time no, no. I, I really haven't. Well, I, I worked with one guy who was really more from the Google ad side of things. And, and we got on really well, actually, because he knew what I was trying to achieve. And our enemy was <laughs> the booking system on this site was an external one. We both agreed that we needed to find out when people were coming to the end 
uh, to a thank you page to be able to measure stuff. So my experience actually so far has been good working with somebody who did have uh, SEO expertise. Mm. We were on the same, mm. we had the same plan and his skills were stuff I didn't know, but yeah. But I have, you know, other clients, it's more the fact that it was my colleagues' clients who, you know, surprisingly they went off, they got us to do what they thought they wanted us to do which was design the website and then they thought oh now i need some traffic so i'll go and find someone who'll do the traffic where it would have been much better to come back to us and said yeah i need more traffic and yeah. they would have worked out instead that's cute what happened is yeah yeah it's it's kind of curious that there's that there's that distinction out in the in the wild that people would think that well yeah. that's not david's job if i want traffic i need a different in i need a different expert yeah, 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 and they would come in with a you know an entirely different view of the of the organisation. I, I guess in a way, I feel it's more of our job, or maybe I've made it that one to feel that that initial conversation about your online presence and working out some kind of tying it in with the business strategy and what they hope to do is part of that startup process where yeah. I can do it. I yeah. can't do it with everybody. So I feel when somebody comes in as an SEO, they may not do that same thing. You know, it's the same as well. I would come in if they had a branding expert and if, if their visuals were important, I would say, get a branding expert. Cause I'm useless at this. I can't make a logo like you, Nathan, <laughs> you know, get somebody in, but they, sh I'm what I'm expecting them to do before I come in is to, to actually go through what that has got to represent to the audience. They would have done all that groundwork, the stuff that I would normally do. Yes. So then I jump in with the website on the basis of that. Same as a copywriter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's curious. You were saying earlier about how in in the, the world that we live now, a lot of the SEO is tied into things which it certainly wasn't in the past. So yeah. there's a lot of talk about speed of websites yeah. being a real ranking factor. And that, that kind of pushes SEO into a really new domain, doesn't it? Because suddenly SEOs need to be talking about servers and caching yeah. and lighthouse yeah. and you know core web vitals and all of these kind of things as a real factor. And, and that really is a bit of an overlap with what we're doing yeah. because suddenly you're going to get people on the phone, SEOs, telling you that, well, actually, can we just move it over to this server? Because I've had experience with this server being significantly better than the one that it's currently on. And and that really does feel like our toes are being trodden yeah. on a bit. Yeah, that's my fear. I and mean, especially if you spent a fair bit of time yourself trying to get to performance. And I've always felt that as part of my job of building sites has been there, even if I've not concentrated enough on it, it's always been one of my key factors. So if someone comes in who's relatively new to it and they picked up some stuff, it may contradict or it might be, you know, less informed than my own knowledge on that. Hmm. Shall we move on to talk about WordPress and SEO? Have we yeah. arrived at that yeah. point yet, do you think? Yeah. I, th I, th I think we have. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's got a great reputation, hasn't it? it Everybody says. Yeah. I don't really know. Obviously, I arrived at WordPress after it had been, you know, up and running for ages. And that was one of the things that was just being bandied about. It feels like that's still being bandied about. People still sort of just yeah. say that as a thing. WordPress is good for SEO at the box. But should we discuss why? Why is that? Yeah, well, I, I do remember, and it, it was true for me. I remember when I was looking around at what I was going to use, the old CMSs that were out there, Drupal that you use that were better. But I think a lot of them out there at that time didn't have pretty links. And I think that was something when I really bought into the 
the it's good for SEO because it, you know it's it's not some reference number etc. Yeah. Question mark blah blah yeah. URL. It's got actual keywords in there. So for me, I was I bought into that uh, in the early days. I don't, I don't suppose there's any CMSs out there that doesn't have pretty links. No, I mean yeah. even Drupal had that. You had to install a. Uh, a module but um yeah it was easy to achieve but it it wasn't as far as i remember it wasn't out of the box maybe that was all it was it was just that oh no and then then there was the fact that you could add kind of some some basic data in out of the box as well mm. i mean you know it does automatically add the metadata that's needed there already and it, and you know we've got i mean taxonomies as well. I mean, if you're still trying to blog on something like Wix or Squarespace, it really doesn't have that kind of setup, does it? You can't prioritize, you know, which of your categories are important through those kind of systems. So it's it's got that by nature if you're a blogger. Um, and, you know, lots of other things like images as well. I mean, if you're using those systems because they're self-hosted, they generally put them through their own CDN and put their own random numbers before you get to any of your keywords with your images. And recently, the sitemaps as well yep. being added to. But I think, you know, it's more of a myth, isn't it? That suits us well. I think it's easy to convince maybe, you know, if you've got a big job on, <laughs> I think it's easier to convince people that, you know, this is the place to go if it's, if SEO is important to you. Is traffic important to you? You want WordPress. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. And, um, and I think it does a lot of those things. Just it does them well enough. And obviously... It, <clears throat> excuse me. It was. It has been thought by millions of people that it doesn't do enough because there's a whole swathe of yeah. plugin options which we'll come <laughs> on to. Uh, another thing that occurs to me is that it does things like creates the RSS feeds as well, right off out of the out of the box. So you know, in, yeah. it's certainly in the day when I was starting website building, there was a lot of RSS, and that all seems to be coming back into fashion again now. And having all of that out of the box, really good. Yeah, you're right. There's quite a lot of stuff which you just sort of take for granted. Boxes, options available. Pingbacks, remember those? Yeah, yeah, all of that fun stuff. It's all still there, isn't it? But you you just take it for granted because it's always been in WordPress, and yet you forget that without those things, as you said, a lot of the yeah. a lot of the images that you sucked in would be meaningless because you couldn't tag them in certain ways and so on. So yeah, good point. I, I, yeah, I think I know, but it's mostly reputation. I'm sure most things can compete, but um, maybe in terms of blogging, I think the the, the third party proprietary Wix, Squarespace, those types will struggle. I think when it comes to actual blogging. Yeah, but also, I mean, it's always the argument for WordPress is that essentially you've got control that you don't get with the others. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yep. You can choose what it does. Yep. <laughs> Choice is what is our problem now. Well, it is. Choice? Yeah. So that may be a good point to jump onto the um, the different plugin options because we are utterly spoiled. Um, and yeah. in, in the same way that we are with forms and caching plugins, there's so many choices about, uh, well, that you could make for SEO. And I'm just bewildered by the arrangements and the permutations and the options. But what are the um, what are the ones which spring to mind? The plugins that you've come across or used? Well, should we go through just quickly over the popularity order? This is taken from the repository, yeah. so it's only including things that are there. But I think most of the SEO plugins are on the repository. So yeah. obviously, Yoast SEO, which well, we have to pause for a moment. It's just been sold. Yeah. So, so. we're we're recording this in in the week 
beginning the 16th of August. And Yoast last week was sold. Obviously, this episode will air mm. in, in a couple of weeks, so it'll be older news at that point. But shock horror, that was a real, that was a real big moment. And although I don't have any insight into the amount of money which changed hands, I can only assume it was a fairly sizable amount of money. Just um just makes me think that, wow, Yoast, SEO, SEO just inside of WordPress is a big business. Yeah. It must have been at least a, a trillion Vietnamese dong. Yes. How much is that? Is that like a few pounds? <laughs> I have no something? idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, Probably. But yes, but amazing that that's been taken over. Mixed mixed reception, quite a few people fearful of the, the new owner because of things that have happened in the past. But, um, yeah. but uh, you know, I said on the show with Paul Lacey on Monday last mm-hmm. that uh, if you were Marika or Yoast um, and mm. you were offered you know a way of changing your business and making it so that you could do things which perhaps you had felt you couldn't do in the past Ah, it's good for them you know can't argue but but, yeah it's my my own history with it is i I mean i started with one that's on the list is third on the list actually in popularity which is the all-in-one seo which i didn't really understand what i was doing so i installed that one and um way back i mean this goes this must be going back 10 years. So it's been around a long time. Um, I remember I struggled with it with um, the e-commerce site. At that point, I'm sure it's not the case now. You couldn't put some metadata into categories of your, um, I think, WooCommerce products and stuff. So I struggled with it. But mostly at that point, I'd been a Genesis person and the SEO was built in and that's all I ever needed. Very, very simple stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, if memory serves, and I wasn't much of a Genesis user, I was saying to you earlier that um, mm. the Genesis SEO felt like it was in WordPress. Yeah. It was almost like you didn't, it was not part of Genesis. It was just part of WordPress itself, which was quite a nice, simple way of handling it. Indeed, my colleague who I worked with when um, we were working with Genesis when I moved to using the Beaver Builder theme, she was gone. Where's where's he gone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, she thought it was WordPress, and it's like, ah, yeah, yeah. I need to put the SEO plugin in. Yeah, and and that point, I went to Yoast because Yoast was the one. It was around from the beginning. It had the the most users, and again, it's one of those things really where I d- I really don't know how to pick my SEO plugins. I picked it because. I also, and I, I don't know the connection there, but it, it seemed to have forged relationships with Google themselves. So I felt there must be a certain quality assurance that went with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's still the dominant player by a significant margin, I think. But um, but in the more recent past, last few years, we've had some yeah. new kids on the block and Rank Math, which is ranked second. Number two. It's number two. Yeah. That's a surprise. I wouldn't have put it in no- at number two just pure the you know the amount of noise i hear about it 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 didn't feel like it would be in that position but there you go that's come from well how how old's that is that a couple, few years only it seems like that i mean the pro was maybe out earlier in this year or the end of last year i don't know so there was quite some time but yeah i can't imagine it's more than three years and it's obviously managed to overtake all in one seo which at one point was the top player in terms of usage, I think, over Yoast. I love how back sometime. I love yeah. how Rank Math is eating its own dog food because Yoast Yoast's plugin is just called Yoast SEO. Rank Math, <laughs> the title of the plugin is Rank Math SEO, best SEO plugin for WordPress to increase your SEO traffic. 
Yeah. That's <laughs> the way to do keyword stuffing. <laughs> Isn't it? And it's just Yoast SEO for the other one, which uh, the interesting thing about, if you look at all the names of all these, quite confusing as well. So um, we've mentioned the top three. The next one is SEO framework. If you have a look at what that's called on the repository, he says, I'm quickly trying to bring up the link now because I can't remember. It's uh, got a different... Oh, it's called the SEO framework. Yes, it's called SEO framework, but it's metadata title is auto description i think oh, that's so that's obviously what it must have been called in yeah the first place. at some point yeah. in the past is it, again this is not one that i've really used have you come across this have you used this one in the past a lot of people swear by it mm. it's got a it's trying hard to pick these apart actually i think you know um it, it's gone for this idea, I guess, as a reaction maybe to Yoast and maybe to all-in-one SEO. It's gone for this very clean thing, no advertising in the the free version, I believe, with this one. And um, it, it, it's kind of gone, as I guess, the one that we've both been using, which is SEO Press as well, which has appeared, which is now fifth as they presently are um it's it's very much gone for doing something different to what the main player has done yeah and the advertising has been the big thing because that's the criticisms isn't it of yoast is the fact that it offers a lot for free but it also puts its own advertising in and a lot of it yeah and i think that that is some of the concern after they've been bought um is that yeah. people are afraid that they're going to have their wordpress admin uh, dominated by adverts from the purchasing company. It's interesting. Both uh, both um, SEO Press and all in well, all in one SEO, uh, according to this, mm. has got over two million active installations. Okay, uh, have I got the order wrong? Well, I don't know because SEO Press it says it's got one hundred plus thousand installations, and the SEO Framework has a hundred thousand installations. So it does look like. All in one SEO might uh, might actually still be higher up the list than we imagined. Let's just have a quick look at what yeah. Rank Math has got currently. Yes, you're right. It's only it's under a th- it's under a million. Yeah, so it's, it's ignore my order. Yeah, well, no, that's okay. The, <laughs> the it basically just to say that the SEO framework is still it looks like it's still number two because Yoast yeah. is one of those few plugins which has strayed into the five million plus. That's as high as it goes on the repository as far as i'm aware you can't go beyond five million can you that's as big as it gets yeah and what they i mean their own claims of what their usage is went to 11 million the last time i saw something written on that wow that's yeah a lot more wow that Um, really is the default i'm um i'm currently using what you had ranked as number five i'm currently using seo press and it does I've just got used to it, and it does the minimal stuff that I said I needed fairly well. In fact, they've just had a bit of a redesign. Um, Mm -hmm. Something that kind of irked you was the the fact that there's now this (laughs) button which enables you to do your SEO inside of a page builder, and all of a sudden it was there, and it was like they could have warned us about that. Um, Yeah. But it it does the basics well enough for me as far as I'm concerned. You know, I can change my social you know, the description to go out on Twitter and Facebook, which is quite an important mechanism for me. But also it allows me to, you know, first menu up is the title and the description. It does all of that. And, you know, there's two tabs that I fiddle with and that's it. Yeah, I mean, I've been... 
I've been using it and it's on a lot of sites. In fact, I, I felt comfortable with it recently. So I've been putting it on a lot more sites where before I kind of stuck to Yoast just because I don't know which one to pick out. Right. These. And because I got a nice lifetime deal, I was being positive towards it. There's a few issues I've had, which admittedly I haven't seen those issues with Yoast, but that can just be look. So I still don't know. And I'm actually leaning towards one, which is one we haven't mentioned so far, which is slim SEO, because it's just, it's kept really simple. And I think that yeah. is something that appeals to me these days. Tell us about this then. So this is slim SEO. This is by the founder of Metabox, which many of you will have yeah. heard of, and Greta Themes, but probably more of you have heard of Metabox. So this is a newish player, is it? That seems like they've got a pro version, but not yet. They're going to have yeah. a pro version. What When you say it's you like it because it's slim. What, what do you mean? Well, they've just really cut it down to the feature. I mean, when you see the box, it's more like what we were saying. It seemed like it fits in with WordPress to be there because you've just got your place to put your title and you've got a place to put your description. And then you've got something where you can just put in your open graph, Facebook and Twitter images there. That's really what you see when you're using it. I haven't spent long with it. It has got various endpoints. And again, this is, I've already mentioned it once with the WP Tabin that Justin Tadlock reviewed it. And they made some changes according to, I think, what he said about, it does some other things automatically, certain redirections in the background, so you don't have to think about them. And now it allows you to turn those off. But really, this is I mean, there's another article which is on our list to maybe talk about is the, there's a good challenge, if you like, to SEO plugins from the Search Engine Journal, which says, do we need one at all? Because there's lots of small plugins that you can add in to add in breadcrumbs and add in meta descriptions and auto title your images and stuff like that. You don't necessarily need a plugin to do the basic stuff that we need. What I think with Slim SEO is it's a effectively taken that it's it's tiny the size of the file compared to all of the other ones it's something like uh, 80 something 87 i think at the time yeah Yeah. 87 kilobytes as opposed to for example yoast which almost rounds out of four megabytes yeah exactly and so there's a huge difference it's tiny and slim and i just think "Mm, that's uh, as i say i haven't made a decision because i really don't know i feel like i'm completely at a loss with this but when it comes down to what i actually use i just think oh maybe go for something simple. yeah that you know what i'm going yeah it does <laughs> it does strike me as quite appealing because i you the very things that you said it does are the things that i use so yeah that may be a, a, an interesting thing for me to look at in the future one one point about that what what's the is there a problem with moving it let's say that you've had a site and you've got i don't know a thousand posts or something and you've been using this one seo plugin but you decide at some point you're going to shift over let's say slim seo what's the what's the reputational damage that you're going to do yourself i wonder by ripping out an seo plugin and putting a different one in because presumably your pages are going to look different to google very suddenly and i just don't Mm. know i don't know what well, if that's a good idea, you know, it's a bit like you, you sign up with a bank when you're sort of 16 or something. You never really change. Feels it there's a bit of that with SEO. I, I would be fearful because I know that the impact could be pretty bad. Yeah, I think, well, maybe. But I think if you're sticking to the basics that you good and point. I tend to do. It, and interestingly enough, I mean, most of them have got some kind of engine so you can convert from one to the other. Uh, obviously, it makes good business sense for them to do that. But I actually just installed the Slim 
uh, SEO one. And I looked because I was installing it on a site which had SEO press on it and it didn't have that option to convert it. But I, t- I turned it on and turned SEO press on and surprise, surprise, it converted it for me. Really? In the SEO press. Yeah, it was already there in the data. So obviously SEO press had left it in the, in the way you would expect to find it in and uh, Slim SEO. They were obviously working in a similar way where I don't know if that would easily work with Yoast who changed the whole formatting of their database and how they stored stuff. So, you know, yeah, this is, we're delving into our ignorance. Well, no, but it'd be interesting if somebody's listening and really, you know, has a has yeah. a insight into this. I'd be curious to know what the answer is because without, well, put it this way, if you were dealing with a site where this was crucial, you don't want to mess that up. And I, I, I don't know the answer to that. So I would be interested to know if somebody else does. That's a, a, is an example of where you could reach out in the comments and let us know what the answer to that is. Is there a danger yeah. flipping and flopping from one plug into another? Mm. I imagine there must be when you start to get into the... Um, schema type stuff. Um, I, I can imagine that's, I don't know, could be wrong on that, but I'm sure that's marked mm. up uh, around the content differently. Yeah. Um, there's one we haven't mentioned. The only one here that I found on my list, to be honest, I took this popularity order, assuming that the repository was uh, showing them in popularity order. Obviously not the case. The last one is Squirrelly. Never, never heard of this one. Never even heard of have it. Have you not? It's, no. it's been on AppSumo recently. So a lot of people have been talking about it. Yeah. So <laughs> I love their uh, SEO work on their entry as well. <laughs> SEO 2021 by Squirrelly. Smart strategy. <laughs> Smart strategy. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But it's got 100,000 um, plus again, just like SEO Press and the others. Wow. Yeah. I know nothing about it, but I mean, I think it's... It, I think it takes on, I could be wrong here, some of what Yoast does, which a lot of them don't do, which is the Yoast thing that I actually didn't like, even though it was my main plugin when I needed one, was the stuff I didn't like was the fact that it would kind of work out what you should be doing with your content, you know, that you need to improve your keywords on it. That's the thing I felt I didn't want from an SEO plugin, and that's what it does. I think Squirrelly does some of that stuff for you. So if you're into that stuff, I think it takes over that. Cool. They they really have gone to town on promoting themselves in their description. It's quite Mm. a, uh, it's quite a tour de force in, you know, self, self self-affirming language. Um, yeah. Squirrelly has been named a high performer for summer 2021 on G2. Gardner, what is that? Gartner uh, Digital Market Markets ranked Squirrelly SEO as a top SEO product. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, just want wow, a description of what it does, be, please. Not don't don't show off. It's so much. Yeah, this is wow. Yeah. This is so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's just one thing well. after another. They've got two video, three, three, four. Hold on. So many videos. Wow, that is quite yeah. a description. That's how to do <laughs> yeah. it. Look at that. They've got their 10,000. Uh, oh, my goodness. This never ends. It literally yeah, it, goes on is... for like, what, like three meters of text. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> That's how you get 100,000 installs. You, uh, yeah, you yeah. SEO, SEO yourself to bits. Anyway, there's another one. That's That's at the bottom of our big list. So you can go and check that out. I tell you, I tell you what though, when it comes to plugins and judging them, I I think it's really difficult because you go to to friends of yours and say what they use. But I what I found so far is very few of them are that different to me, and I wouldn't know if there's an issue, <laughs> which is what I found on you know one of the plugins when it had an issue. I didn't know about it until somebody flagged it up, and it happened to be with Beaver Builder in our case, and it goes, oh yeah, so there is. Well, you know, also not just the issues. 
we, I don't even know what half of the things that my plugin SEO Press is doing. I just don't even get yeah. it. There's just all these things. So if if something broke, I wouldn't even know, you know, and I wouldn't even know what it was that had broken. Yeah, it's very peculiar. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot in this that both of us don't understand. I think the I think the bottom line of this is that if you're just like me and David, and you're just doing on-page optimization. You just need to keep it simple. Make sure that your content is well written. It's it's obviously featuring the words that you would like to be featured in on the search engines. Do a little bit of keyword research. Keep it simple. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. I mean, there are. I mean, there are other plugins which we are forgetting about, which are part of SEO, which get included in some of them, like broken link checkers and redirection plugins. They get included in some SEO plugins, but they are entirely separate for others so there's a lot of work isn't there into picking what you're going to have and what you that's why i'm going for simple now i'd rather add in rather than take away you know what will happen in two years time somebody will come out with the Mm. simple slim seo plugin which does even (laughs) less and at that point you'll be like whoa yeah that's what i want and you know eventually there'll be a plugin which does only one thing and uh, and that'll be the one that you choose. Yeah, difficult. I'm I'm just going to stick with what I've got because I know it. I'm familiar with it. I like it. It works. And also, like you, I got it on a lifetime deal, so I feel pretty chuffed about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look into this because we are ignorant on this. But have we got time to talk about just other things that are outside of that? We do. Um, SEO, because I. I mean, I only looked on AppSumo. This will be out of date, of course, by the time this goes out. But there was a new product that just came called Outranking, which is now part of this AI. This, I mean, you know, it seems to be about three new AI products appearing, which write the content for you. Yeah. This one does the search results and finds the kind of how you might rank for SERPs and writes the content for you. Oh, dear. Oh, what? Oh, no, no, this, this can't be healthy. <laughs> This, we're we're being we're we're at that point, David. The tipping point where we're no longer needed. The robots have robots have made us obsolete. We, we, not only do we not need to design websites, but the you know the content will be written. Thing is, who's consuming all of this? Yeah, well, I, I, I think it's soon going to be. T- isn't there going to be the new player? This is my guess. I don't know how well it'll do. And maybe it's already there. I don't know because I don't know rank math and it does an awful lot of stuff. But it seems to me looking at this with this AI stuff where you can write the content, where you can now with this new one that I've seen actually go out and do your SERPs work within it and then write, you know, you can pick your headlines based on what's likely to do well and also your titles within that document and then have it right. Surely this is coming to WordPress plugins soon. Uh, I think it is. I've got a feeling it is coming. Um, I I'm not going to say anything because I'm not sure that I can say anything. But I'll. I, I'm. I, yeah. Ooh, I think ooh. it's coming. I'll talk to you after we press stop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure that something like this is is in the works, and it's going to help you write your content inside of a plugin. And at this point, like I said, we're no longer needed. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah so okay well, well do you think we've come to the end i think i think we have i think we've illustrated just how ignorant we are of seo anybody tuning into this episode wanting to hear a you know a, a nice high level discussion of seo sorry that we disappointed you we just as as we usually do we rambled on and didn't really give you an awful lot of information but there we go that's what we know about seo <laughs> Yeah, and next week we are, well, the week after, probably, uh, we shall be 
revealing how little we know about themes. Oh, my word. Yeah. And uh, obviously themes very much in the news at the moment. You know, what's the future for them? And yeah, and so on. So that that will actually be an area where at least we've got a fighting chance of making some sense, I hope. (laughs) So we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, David. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. I hope you managed to cope with the fact that clearly David and I are no SEO experts. We're just talking through what it is that we do, tools that we've used, and the things that we find interesting and important in this space. As always, if you've got a comment, head over to the .com website, wpbuilds.com, or go to the Facebook group, wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook, and drop a comment in there. We'd be most interested to hear from you. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Test in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress, it'll have you up and running in a couple of minutes. You can use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress block editor. So you can check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay, we will be back. Like I said at the top of the show, maybe the order's getting a bit muddled up at the moment because we did two back-to-back discussion episodes. So next week is very likely to be an interview episode. We'd love you to join us. But also, why not join us live Monday, 2pm UK time for the This Week in WordPress show. We'll put that out on a Tuesday. Or join us next week when we put out the podcast episode. Either way, lots in store. Loads of WordPress stuff happening this week, I'm sure, out and about in the community. I hope that you stay safe. Cheesy music fading in. Bye-bye for now.